0: Isn't that how that opening song always goes like? Yes. All right. Good enough. Good enough. Folks, welcome to the Red River Rising. Pastor Mike here. Um, we are getting into part three now of a time to submit and a time to resist. And, and uh, if y'all've missed the past two, I'm going to go ahead and t- tell you stop right now. Go back, go back to part one. And if you can listen to part one, you certainly can get through part two. So listen to part two and we covered three whole verses in the first podcast. So, uh, so today we're going to wrap it up though. Today we're going to finish up talking about submission and, and we're going to get into the resistance piece. But, but, uh, we, we've been talking about leaders and, and fruits of, of, of their labors and so on and so forth. And, and Rick, man, I'm excited here. Get us rolling here. Start us out today.
1: Okay. We're going to start off with Romans 13 verses one through seven and it reads, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Uh, Do you want to be uh, unafraid of the authority? Then do what is good, and and you will have praise from them. For he is God's minister to you for good, but if you do evil be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister, an avenger, to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake, for because of this you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render therefore to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due. Uh, isn't April 15th right around the corner?
0: It is. Yes. Coming up very quickly. Darn.
1: <laughs> uh, fear to whom fear, custom to whom custom and honor to whom honor. Yeah. Well, uh, we made it through more than
0: three verses right there today. We're, yeah, we're on a roll now, right. brother. Seven <laughs> verses. Woohoo. <laughs> well, Rick, there's a whole lot there you just said, buddy. Um, let, let's break this down a little bit. All yeah. right. Uh, let's start out with the very first thing Uh, let's look at verse Uh, Mm 1 it says for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God right now now we talked about this a little bit yesterday too remember God can use bad people Mm -hmm. to do good things for him right that he wants done Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean all the majority of it is but but god can have um, a very specific reason why somebody is in a very specific position to accomplish a certain task but now let me ask you now does this open up and maybe i'm getting too far ahead if i am tell me tell me mike hold on we're going to get there but does that mean that we have to just take everything that comes our way then
1: no we don't Uh, because there's certain rules um that, you know, there are obligations that civil leaders have to do um, to show that they've been appointed by God. Because we live in a fallen world and Satan is constantly working to corrupt and counterfeit, you know, what God has created. You know, in this past election, although it's still being denied, there's there's tons of evidence that the election was fraudulent. Right. You know. Right. Um, and so... On the one hand, the real winner didn't get uh, inaugurated. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do we say that was God's appointed one and Satan installed, you know, through trickery and and fraud, the person he wanted? Right. Or do we say, well, that person was the one that got inaugurated, so therefore it must be God?
0: Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, right. How do we
1: know the difference?
0: Big, 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 big wormholes. Rabbit yeah. holes here you open it up, right? To look at and travel down. And lots of, right. of mucky water that you're trying to look clearly through.
1: Yeah. Um, but let's assume that they were righteously appointed by God. Okay. Then we, we need to submit to them. Yeah. You know, for that reason. Yeah. Because if we rebel against them because we don't like, you know, their aftershave, you sure. know, then we're rebelling against God.
0: And and remember, I said specific things as well. So even though there's a specific leader That's in place. uh, You know, there are uh, when, when and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, too, but I can pick and choose what part of their authority and their timing that I will be submissive under as well. Now, and I say this. So, in other words, if there are if there's a policy that's come out that they've done, I may not do. I'm eighty percent of the things that they've tried to enact, I may not agree with, right? But the twenty percent that they do, then I will be submissive under those things for that twenty percent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the eighty percent that happens there, I don't have to be submissive and say this is all just part of it, and I'm just going to accept it. And yeah. I'm going to get down to you know where we got we got men who are transgendering to do women's,
1: uh, you know, swimming. Events. Right, so you got you got biological males competing against biological females, right? right. And you know, where's the fairness and justice in that? Yeah, yeah, you know. and and again, we're getting back to uh
0: you know policies that have been put in place that these things are accepted. And like, mm-hmm. again, I'm talking about all levels of authority. I'm not yeah. just talking about the president. This goes mm-hmm. down to even the president of the, you know, the NCAA or whatever that is. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sporting. I don't watch a whole lot of sports, yeah. but you know. um, You know, so we're we're talking about authority on all different levels as well. Not just the head authorities, right, Mm -hmm. over the nation. Yeah. But even locally here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the thing about, the great thing about how God set up this country was that we can express our opinion. We can express our dissent. You know, so we don't have to blindly submit and, and agree whether we think it's right or not. You know, we can express through writing our representatives or through a public. Demonstration, you and know. I, yeah, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a, a
0: topic. I'm gonna get a I'm I'm a little tough with this, right because you know this was written at this time. Uh, remember, Paul wrote this to the Roman Church, and mm-hmm. uh, the Romans were a very tyrannical. They you know, were, you know. Yeah, and he never, you know. regime yeah. and he's saying submit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So how how does that come into play then? If he's writing it to the to the Roman Church, right? Mm-hmm. And he is writing it to the Church, not just to the Roman people in general. He's writing it to the Roman Church. About the the tyrannical, you know, Roman rule. Yeah. Now, what do we say about that then?
1: Yeah. Do we say, well? Well, again, you know, you just have to seek guidance from the Holy Spirit and see what God says because should everyone that was conquered by the Third Reich have submitted? Should they have just thrown up their arms and said, okay, must be God's will. That's right. Hitler's the boss.
0: That's right. Well, I think what the, I think what the part of this is, is so I think Paul was not Really focusing on so much on them, but on what you should do under them. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I say this because now let's get down here, uh, to verse three. And it says, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? He's asking them. So do you want to not be afraid of them? Because they are tyrants here. Mm-hmm. And he tells them, he says, well, here's what you do then. Do what is good. And you will have good. So here's what I'm saying: even under bad authority, if we'll do what we were supposed to do, right, was not neglecting doing good works and good deeds. That we do that, then we are still under God's protection under these things as well. Does that make sense mm-hmm. as well? So I think that's really where His more focal point in this was to was to the people saying, "Yes, you're submitting because they are, you know, in authority with you." However. You keep doing what's good, but what happens when what's good is against what they want you to do? Right. Mm-hmm. You continue to do what's good. Yeah. You don't want to be afraid of them? Then you keep doing not good by their standards, good by God's standards.
1: Does that make sense? Yes. So are you saying you won't be afraid because you'll have supernatural courage? I'm saying that, or, uh, you know. Or, you know, don't be afraid because if you do what's good, nothing there
0: no. will be no retribution. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Of course yeah. not. There's trials and tribulations all through this life. Right. So, yeah. bad things are going to happen. But what, what I agree with the first: when you do what's right and good, the Holy Spirit will supernaturally strengthen you, empower yeah. you, give you courageous. Um, you know, when you can stand there and 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 if they try to tell you to deny the name of Jesus or they're going to, you know, assassinate you. You could take your assassination without fear in your heart mm-hmm. because, you know, you've been supernaturally. Most people can't do that, right? You know that mm-hmm. has to be God. That has to be the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that happens over in other countries, you know, um, where they, they're really put to that test. So, what, yes, what I'm saying is if you would do good, it doesn't matter what's going on around you, that God will have a, a hedge of protection, not just from other things, but I'm saying protect your joy, protect your peace, protect you as a, as a spiritual being. And all these things mm-hmm. that you'll still get on through. And if it's your time to go home, listen, Billy Graham said it one time, I'm not afraid of dying. As a matter of fact, I'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. because this is not my home. Right. I, I know where I'm going after this. So death does not scare me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, and that means that harm doesn't scare me.
1: Yeah. Why cling to a fallen world when you got perfection and paradise waiting for Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So really, that's what I think that Paul was
0: referring to in this, when he's mm. talking about all this as well. Yes, be subjective under their authority, but remember, hey, here's what you're going to do. You just keep doing what's right. You mm. keep doing what's good by God's standards, by what I have, and Paul is even telling what, what I've done. Yeah. So, but uh, but
1: anyway. And again, it, it points out that contract, you know, they are supposed to be terrorists. Or they're not supposed to be terrors to good works. That's right. So if you do good works, they're not, they're supposed to praise you. That's right. Not, not persecute you for That's it. That's right. You know, if, if they are legitimate, you know, God appointed leaders. That's right. That's right. So, you know, as long as they do their part, then we need to do our part.
0: Yep. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and remember, and, and if we don't do good, but, and uh, he said it right there, but if you do evil, be afraid.
1: Mm hmm.
0: For he did not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake,
1: mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Right. Doing the right thing. Yeah, and that's listening to the Holy Spirit that's for right. his conviction if you're not doing the right that's thing. That's exactly and right. Then, and then repenting and, and changing what you're doing. Yeah, because
0: you got to remember, if you read through Romans, you know, the first part of this is, of Romans, is written about the law and mm-hmm. how the, the law, God's law, you know, um How you've been liberated from those things all the way up into Romans 8, you know, and and talking about there are no condemnation for those of us who live in Christ. So so by the time we got here, Paul has already laid down the groundwork in his letters to the Romans, too, how they're not under God's biblical law. They've been freed from those things. And now he's talking about man's law in Mm -hmm. here. But remember to keep doing what's right, even under there, because you've been freed up from those things. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yep. Yeah so yeah. so it's good to have the context as well when he's writing yeah. this
1: but and he's also re- reiterating in this uh passage that civil leaders are supposed to praise those who That's do right. good and punish those who do evil. Yeah. Again, looking at their fruits, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so as long as they do that, then they're, you know, they should be recognized as ministers of God. That's right. That's but when they de- deviate from that, then they right. become corrupt. That's right. And then that's, that's right. where we have to seek guidance from the Holy Spirit on how to address that issue.
0: That's right. That's well, what we should do. We should not be yeah. passive. There's mm-hmm. a difference between submissive and passive. Yeah. You know, under this as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I agree with you 100%, my friend. Yep. Any other closing thoughts you want to talk about that there, Rick, under under the submission piece there in Romans?
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know, they're supposed to, uh, let's see here, where is it? Uh, They don't bear the sword in vain, for they are God's minister to uh, an avenger to execute wrath on those who practice evil. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you don't use a sword to swat somebody's behind. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You use a sword to execute. Yeah. So you know, right there. Um, in God's word, it says that capital punishment is a justified form of punishment in the right situations. Yeah. Okay. So, so they are supposed to hold evil accountable through a, a judicial system. You know, due process of law is what we have in this country. Right. Now you know in other countries they don't have the same legal rights, and they don't go to the to the lengths that we do to make sure somebody's guilty before we punish them. No,
0: matter of fact, just what is it two and the, and a the witness of two or three? I mean, sometimes just two people saying that this is it. At least in this time, when the Bible times, they were guilty of the charge. Yeah, I mean that's all it took. Yeah, that's all it took.
1: And here you know we hold a trial, and the government yeah. has to present its evidence, and they have to get permission to to searches and seizures and. And then you have appeal a process, so you know our founding fathers put a system in place that really went to the nth degree to determine whether someone was guilty or not, yeah, and then so if they are guilty, then they should be punished i agree and and in God's word, it's clear that some crimes uh deserve capital punishment, yeah, yeah, I agree with that too, I you know that too. so that you know the the that notion that if we execute somebody, we're just as you know, we're just as much a murderer as they are. Yeah. Isn't true because they took somebody's life without due process, mm-hmm. without just cause. And the, and the, and the, uh, consequence of that is yeah. your life is, is forfeit, but we give them the benefit of a trial mm-hmm. and appeals and all that before, you know, it, it's what a 20, 30 year process right. for someone to get, uh, executed yes. in this country. Yeah, Sometimes.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 So,
1: um, but we can see in God's word that that's, that's you, know, sure. yep. you know, God uh, condones capital punishment if it's used properly for right. the right crimes.
0: Well, I'll tell you, now, the last part of this verse is, 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 is <laughs> listen, tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. Verse, verse six here talks about, it says, for because of this, you also pay taxes. Right. There are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Now, but I think it qualifies it in verse 7. Surrender, therefore, to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor is.
1: Yeah. Now, the problem what we're running into in a lot of countries, and in this, in, in this one, too, is they have unjust taxes. Right. They tax this, they tax that, um, you know.
0: Which the Romans were known for as well. Yeah. I mean,
1: Um know. But, you you know, the taxes are to, you know, so those people that are working full time in the government can have a, a decent livelihood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but when you get to the point where they want to tax everything under the sun so that there's a lot of tax money, so that they can do a lot of spending, so that they Slush can launder else, that yeah. money, skim it, and all that other stuff to make themselves rich. Right. Well, you know, I don't care if it's legal on the books in this world. When you stand before God, you know, that's being a thief yeah you know that's being a dishonest crook and they're going to be held accountable for that they are but they're so blinded you know either either they're sold out and 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 they think that satan somehow is going to protect them right you know or they're just so blinded by greed or pride that they think they're untouchable or they they don't believe in a a hereafter maybe you know there's a lot of reasons why people just ignore god and don't take him seriously yeah um, but one day they're going to find out.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I do see on this—remember, just right before this—he also talked about, "Hey, make sure you do what's right." So even when it comes down here and you're talking about taxes, when I'm, you know, these other things, you know, we change this. We we can resist this by voting out certain people who make laws, right?
1: If we can have legitimate elections, if we can have
0: legitimate elections. <laughs> yeah. But what I what I'm telling you is, I'm not an advocate for tax fraud. <laughs>
1: Right. No, you, no, you know, no, nobody's you, saying to, right. to cheat on your taxes. You or still need like to that. do what's
0: right. And, and here's where I lie in this, right? Um, I, I don't don't we don't cheat the government by by defrauding the government we don't do something bad under the name of good We, we can't say hey we're gonna because this isn't right then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna deceive lie and cheat and steal or whatever else we're gonna do because we we're saying it in the name of of good because you know you can't do that but what i am saying is i praise god that he's my provider
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that I can, while these things are going on, that I can, I can vote properly. I can educate. We can, we can work. We show up to meetings. We can do all these other things that we can talk about in the resistance piece of it here that we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. That in the meantime, I take, you know, solace in knowing that God is my provider when it comes to these things. So I'd much rather go ahead and pay my taxes, all right, than to have some tax evasion, you know, charge come up against me or something else. And God already told me that He'll supply all my needs, right, according to His riches and glories. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about it as long as I'm doing what's right and I'm doing what's good by my by my my moral biblical conscience, and by the Word of God standard. Then I'm going to do it, knowing that the Lord will still take care of me, right, on my needs.
1: And you're also you're also taking God seriously. And you're also looking forward to the eternal hereafter. That's right. You know, you may you may just give by with enough food, clothing, and shelter. Yeah. You know right. to, to to live. Now, in addition to that, you'll have you know righteousness, joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in that's the Holy right. Spirit, because that's the kingdom of God, that's and that right. resides within us. And if you have that, you are a very wealthy yeah, person. Very wealthy person. When you when you you know step back and don't just look at the worldly, worldly wealth. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you, if you just have, you live a, a meager life, mm-hmm. but you, all your need is met and you, and you, you have a good relationship with God, yep. you are much better off than that crooked politician who is making himself worldly wealth, wealthy, yep. which, you know, he's not guaranteed a tomorrow, you know, he could, he could die in his sleep that night. That's right. You know, like that, the rich man in Lazarus That's right. case, you know, that Jesus talked about, yep. um, and then he stands before God to be judged. Yes, you sir. I and mean, once you step into eternity, that's it. That's Where it. Where you end up, you end up. That's right. You know, there's no probation in hell.
0: Life is but a miss, too, buddy. Yeah. You know, here yeah. today and gone tomorrow.
1: So, you know, by by submitting to God, paying your taxes, you know, God will provide what you need. That's right. To have a, you know, decent, to, to get by in this world. That's right. You know, you may not have a, a boat or all those fancy vacations right. and stuff like that, but you'll have food, clothing, and shelter. You'll have your needs met. And I want
0: to, I want to, I want to add something real quick too about this. When we're talking about this, uh, folks, let me tell you, it's a whole lot easier for you to be able to to do all these things when you are not forsaking the assembly together. So you know, we're we're not to forsake. I know we didn't even go on this. I'm going off on a little tangent here. But it, but I think it comes into play with this because all these things we're talking about things that we feel are injustices and so we know there are injustices based upon God's moral laws, right? What we have here. So if bad things are happening around us, why in the world would you want to isolate yourself then? Because when I'm talking about all these, do you know that as brothers and sisters, what did the early church do, Rick? What did the early church with all the possessions? What did the early church do? um they lived remember that they lived a, a communal life actually yeah that's right a lot, of, right. Them, a lot uh, of them they sold off their goods sold off their stuff uh, put it all in one pile mm-hmm. and uh so they they probably just kept enough to yeah, get by that's right food clothing and shelter the basic and, and needs that's right basic needs but but you but my point is they were all together so one helped the other mm-hmm. right so there are times in, and and then even in our church right where people have gone through things that has allowed me to be a blessing to somebody (laughs) to help them meet a need. Matter of fact, my seed is what helped meet their need. Mm -hmm. But when you forsake the assembling of together, you want to just sit at home. You don't want to fellowship with other believers. You want to isolate yourself like that. I'm telling you, not that God can't do it. He'll do anything. He'll meet your need. But but why would you do that when you could come here and be encouraged to stir one another up in love to be able to meet those things, you know?
1: Yeah, and and... You know, uh, a member of that church that you go to might be the very thing that God uses to help you out. That's right. But if you're sitting at home, then you missed out. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, she didn't just sit at home. Oh, Jesus is in town. Well, if I believe enough, then I'll be healed. I'm just going to stay here and be healed. No, she went out. Yeah. She went out, you know, and, and pressed toward the Lord. Yeah. You know, so just sitting at home and saying, okay, God, do your thing. You know, you're not really lined up with the word
0: of God. That's right. Even, I mean, even, even the man who was lowered down through the roof. For Jesus to, paraly- to paralyze his his friends came. Mm. <laughs> his friends lowered him down into that roof. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So that tells me now he still has some relationships with people. Yeah. He didn't isolate himself off and go, oh, woe was me. The world is against me. You know, get everybody. Wherever. He still had friends that were close enough to lower him down to the roof. Yeah. We, we just we got to get back, folks, as a Christian society, a Christian people of getting together because you're, we're we're going to get into resistance next time. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what's going to make resistance a whole lot easier. There is power in numbers. Yep. And, and when you were, that, I preached last Sunday, and I and I didn't bring this point up, but it was on my my notes. See, when the devil can split you, he can eat you. When he divides you all up and it gets you off in your own, you you are like prey, easy for the picking. Right. But if you hoard together, if we stay together as one unit here, we're able to take on these things and right. much, much more power and authority than we've been given. Right. A three strand
1: uh, cord is hard to break. You yeah. Know? And, and over the last 30 years, with all our technological advances, we've become more isolated. Yes, we have. You know, we've got uh, hundreds of channels we can watch on TV. We've got social media. Yep. We've got video games. You know, now they're getting into this uh, virtual. Yeah. Meta metaverse stuff, you know, where you can live alternate lives and and not leave your house. You
0: know, somebody said something about Web three the other day to me. I've never even heard about yeah, this. That's a
1: new. I don't know what that is. That's yeah. a new one on me. Yeah. Um, but the point is, uh, look at you know, tech techno- technology can be good. Yeah, it can be used for good and yeah. it can be used for bad. So look at the fruit that it's bearing in your life. That's right. To see if it's being a positive impact or a negative impact. And if You find yourself more and more isolated from your community and your neighbors and your church, then maybe those technological things that you're enjoying aren't doing you all that much good.
0: Or I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, you know, or maybe you just need to get up, <laughs> get dressed, get yourself on into church. We we have done, as a parent, and I've got young children, um, and, and, and Rick, we're, we're gone. We went way on off, but that's okay. That's okay.
1: Uh, that's, fine. that's what this is for.
0: <laughs> uh, I... There, there's a problem when my kids play a sport. If my sport interferes with my church, okay, and I don't mean just, just because this is before too. This isn't just because I'm a pastor now. Okay, mm-hmm. this is before because there was a level of priorities that I set. Now, and I'm telling you, coming together and worship God is a higher priority than my kids' soccer game. Mm-hmm. All right. But what we've gotten to now is, is that the soccer game is now inverted and higher than the level of coming together and uh, worshiping with other believers. So now on Sunday mornings, what we got is, well, my kids got a soccer game at 12 o'clock or one o'clock and you know, I'm just not going to be able to make church because we got to do this. There's a problem there. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what, if enough parents stood up to it and said, Hey, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Is, we're going to go. We're going to be part of our church. Our kids aren't going to do the, They wouldn't do it. They would stop too. Yeah. They'd stop scheduling the games on on sundays Mm -hmm. but we've just we we find it seems like now we find excuses not to come together it Mm -hmm. just i I just don't understand we 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 make every excuse not to and um i don't know
1: man i you know yeah i think it's uh uh it's heartbreaking is what it is to me a strategy of the enemy
0: yeah to entice us to
1: live that way And it breaks
0: my heart. I know I'm sounding from a talking from a point of frustration, but my frustration is out of love for you because I know what you're missing out on. And really, truly, if you sat back and were honest with yourself and looked at it, you would, too. You would realize how much you're really missing out on because how you felt when you came in and were convicted under the word of God, fellowshiped with others, and then walked out as a victor. Compared to sitting on your couch or maybe staying in bed, waking up, your day going by while you're working out in your yard, and then your Sunday is the same as your Monday, which is the same as your Wednesday and Friday, which is all defeated. You know, I, my heart breaks because if people would come back into in, in a real church, not a social club, a real church, right, um, and which could be outside in a building, whatever, but a real church where the real word of God is being taught and preached on, you change because the Holy Spirit drives that conviction of change in you. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is what we're talking about now, you can actually put some some power behind these things to have. You know? Yeah.
1: and And a lot of people just look at it, you know, what can I get out of it? Yeah. You know, I could watch a YouTube video and get yeah. something out of it so I don't need to go to church. But flip that. You know, God likes it when we come together and worship him yeah. as a group. Right. Okay. God likes it when we, we sow money into the local church for That's good right. works. Yeah. You know, showing that you know, we want we want to expand his kingdom and we trust God right. with our finances. That's right. You know, God likes it when we, we feed on his word. Yes. You know, during the, the, the service you know, the, the sermon or the preaching sure. that occurs in the service. You know, so we should be going to church because it pleases God. That's right. It blesses God that we do that, not yeah. oh, what am I gonna get out of it? You uh, know. Yeah.
0: You're exactly right, Rick. You're exactly right. And, and and I believe that if we got back to that as, as a as a society um, as well, uh, we'd see natural changes
1: happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think far too often our, our point of view is when we get up, God, what are you going to do for me today? Right. When it should be, God, what can I do for you today? Yeah. You know, if we yeah. could just flip that perspective.
0: And if you look at, you know, David, so, and, and to your point where you're talking about watching something and getting something out of it. So when I read the Bible... Okay, which I, 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 I pretty much read every day something out of the Bible, okay? But when I read the Bible, and I do read other books, so, but do you know, there's something different when I read the Bible versus when I read other books. Even, even if it's just, uh, my devotion book, my devotion book is not a living word. It's not. The Bible is a living word. So I can read something today, and as a matter of fact I did, I'm going back through Galatians again now, on a personal study. And I'm reading back through and I'm picking stuff up that I have never picked up before. Something in there has now changed and now applicable to my life. Not the words, but how the living word is is being revealed to me and mm-hmm. my life now is different it's the only book that does this right so if just the bible alone can do that and live in living word can you imagine what happens when you take the knowledge of wor- the of the word and couple it with the worship of the people and and, and all of a sudden man it just becomes um uh, life changing mm-hmm. really is what it does yeah so I, I anyway i pray for you all of you <laughs> i encourage you yeah I encourage you to get up, get into a house of God, get into a worship, you know, with other like-minded believers.
1: Yeah. And and that will make you more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Oh, absolutely. And you, you know, it's important to hear from the Holy Spirit, you know, in all aspects of life. Yeah. And specifically with what we're talking about here, you know, do I need to submit or do I need to resist? And if I need to resist, you know, how do I do it, Lord? How do you want me to do it?
0: Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good place for us to pick up next time then, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And I just want to reiterate. So what we've talked about, we're wrapping up submission. <laughs> right. Okay. Now that I went we're, off on the 12 transcripts. We're trying minutes to engine. wrap up submission. Know, here, here we are 30 <laughs> minutes into a, yeah, a 15 right. minute podcast normally. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so rulers are supposed to protect society by holding evil accountable. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if they don't, then they, they've become corrupt rulers. Right. Uh, we're supposed to submit to our authorities as long as they are Working on our welfare. Right. You know, as long as they're out for our, 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 uh, well-being, then we are supposed to submit to them. Yeah. As long as the laws are moral and just, we, yep. we should obey them. Okay. But if they're immoral laws or the, our, author- those in authority over us, uh, don't, you know, they're looking out for their own selfish interests at our expense. You're right. Then they're breaking the contract. That's right. And, and we're not obligated to submit to them. But at that point, we need to, pray to god okay what what do we do how do you want us to to resolve this issue
0: and we're going to get into that and do the resistance piece right of, of how we deal with these things
1: right yeah yep. now we're going to move into the resistance yeah. with our next podcast
0: well folks uh, I, I but kudos to you if you've been hanging with us for 30 minutes
1: today so
0: but uh, anyway it's been great uh rick uh, it was a good day a submission i 'm really looking forward to resistance and uh, types of resistance too I believe we 're going to talk yeah. about a little bit as well so mm-hmm. but uh, but anyway, folks, until then, look you know God loves you, we love you uh, get up, go to church this week go get I guarantee you, you will feel good about it when you're done and over with. I right. guarantee it.
1: And that, that wasn't in the notes, so we know it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's so right. you need to listen to what God's saying through Pastor Mike. Amen. Now, look, until next time, though, Rick, prepare your heart for the
0: coming revival. Amen.